0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 15. I hope everybody enjoyed that little promo that the mastermind Phil put together. Uh, That was all our first time seeing that, so we're all kind of laughing and a little out of sorts right now. Uh, Thank you to everybody that's tuned in tonight on Facebook and YouTube. If you can, please share it for us. Thank you to everybody that's subscribed to all of our platforms. Um, Big shout out to Just Ant, as always, for our intro song. Thank you so much. Everybody go follow him on Instagram at Just Ant. I'm going to pass it off to Mike Mahomes or... Russell Palante, <laughs> whatever his name is tonight, and we're going to get the show started.
1: Hold on. Before we do that, it is episode 14. Excuse my guys. What'd I say? Rusty. He's a little rusty. What'd I What's say? 15. Uh, sour talk. <laughs> it's really? my it's bad. sour <laughs> bad talk. He's a little rusty. I had so. a long six days, man. My that. bad. But the squad is back. We're ready to pod. Mike, let's go.
2: Welcome back, Mikey Pauls. What's up, baby? I'm ready I to called go. you
0: by your real name. I appreciate it. But I'll think of something unique this show. Um,
2: well, the Godfavre
0: just gave me Mike Mahomes. Yo, I, so. I approve.
2: Tell Godfarve I love it. I love it. You can call me Mike Mahomes all year. Mike Mahomes. Please
0: do. You're going to come in second again.
2: Facts. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Hey, take it easy over there, right? Take it easy. Um, oh, I love that. Um, so tonight, guys, got a couple announcements first. First and foremost, I want the P&I audience to know that permanently, starting next week, This is for the entire NFL season, all right? We will be live streaming every Monday and Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Don't forget it. Just in case. Hey, Phil, sound the alarm. Let's go. We're coming. Every Monday and and Thursday, we're bringing heat. Let's go. So right before the Monday night football game and Thursday night football games, spend your time with P&I, please. You won't regret it. You won't. You won't, okay? So that's the first announcement. Second announcement. In case you guys didn't realize this, I, wa- I want the audience to know this. We may or may not use anything that you say in the chat during our show as our show title. So ironically, episode 12, which was has been our most successful episode to date as of today, it got the most views so far, right? Whacking his bag was literally. <laughs> so that's our show title for episode twelve. That was literally suggested to us by Nick's father, the
1: Godfather, the Godfather. The Godfather. Absolutely, Papa Pacillo said,
2: "Whacking his bag" in the comments, <laughs> and we loved it so much we made it our show title. So I challenge all of you to give us a show title for every episode going forward. You you may or may not. Uh, Get that opportunity. We may use it, and we will credit you if we do use it. So thanks, Godfather, for the episode 12 title. Phil, you know what? Actually, hold that thought. Let me preview the show for you real quick. All right, tonight's show. You're gonna want to tune into this. Top 10 PPR running backs. It is sure to give you headaches.
1: <laughs> Based
2: on what I've been told by my arguments by my cast. Okay, it's gonna floor you. So stay tuned for the top 10 PPR running backs. Then we got an NFC North preview. So we got Packers, Bears, Vikings, Lions. We got some Wildwood Sports Cars show results. As you know, Nick and Phil, our P&I guys, they were at the show this weekend, buying, selling, trading. Uh, All that. And then we got some our normal quick hitters of news at the end of the show. A lot of fantasy-related news today. So, that being said, we're going to go right into the PBR running backs right now. Phil, you know what to do. (laughs)
0: Let's
1: go. Let's fucking go, baby. It never (laughs) gets old. I'm pumped for this. Let's go. I think I'm we ready to fucking out. pie. All oh, some real
2: shit, I'm ready to pie. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome back, Pauls. Let's do it. You're going to be on the heater first, because Mike Mike promised us this is going to floor everybody. Mike, take it away with your top 10 PPR running back list. Start with number 10, All right. and I'll try not to shit myself and run out of the room. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> so, all
0: right. <laughs> number 10, we're starting off with Austin Eckler. Number nine... Is going to be James Robinson. <clears throat> Excuse me. Number eight is Aaron Jones. Number seven seven is Ezekiel Elliott. Number six is Chubbs like Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> number five is Alvin Kamara. Number four is Jonathan Taylor. Number three is Derrick Henry. Number two is Dalvin Cook. And number one is Christian McCaffrey. And from that look, I already know what's going through his head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Face palm. Face palm. Let's go. Wow. <laughs>
0: oh, whoa. Let's go, bro. He's ready to oh, pot you too. You all right, Mike? Never better.
2: You got a fever or something? Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I got the jab. <laughs> That's a jibba jab right there. <laughs> oh, my God. I got my it. My jaw dropped literally one player into the list. <laughs> Two the players I'm talking actually. back. Oh, I love it. I can't wait to talk about this. Nick
1: all right go ahead so we're starting with number 10 go ahead one. son i got uh, saquon barkley at 10 i got nine austin eckler eight aaron jones seven ezekiel elliott six alvin Kamara. five nick chubb four jonathan taylor three derrick henry two dalvin cook and number one cmc christian mccaffrey and that's no cap of course
2: so <laughs> let's get Man, straight I'm, to it i'm <laughs> seeing a lot of jonathan taylor love already oh uh, yeah all right you guys are gonna learn today i can't wait to uh, I, I i'm yeah let's just go <clears throat> you got yeah, please, your go you ahead. got your pen and paper yeah <sighs> pen and paper number 10 chris carson chris what? carson see what i'm saying phil sound the alarm i want <laughs> you to set, me set me the alarm. fucking alarm <laughs> chris carson i said chris who <laughs> i say it again Bam! Chris Carson what? what's going on like, number confused, 10 man.
0: Chris Carson it's weird Russell uh, Russell Wilson doesn't have a team but he's gonna have a top 10 I've been screaming yeah, I'm, I'm confused on that me I'm too have, go but ahead. okay carry on uh,
2: who said he didn't carry have the hell on it excuse me carry on carry on number 9 Saquon Barkley I don't really even love that one to be honest with you but number 8 I'm shocked Ezekiel <clears> Elliott <throat> number 7 Aaron Jones Number six, Jonathan Taylor. My stone cold number five, lock. He's a lock for top five. A lock. Don't do this. Full Chubb. Nick, <laughs> full <laughs> Chubb. Right. Full
1: Chubb, baby.
2: <laughs> My guy. My other guy. Everyone knows I love Chris Carson. So. But I love Nick Chubb more. Guaranteed top five. Guaranteed. Number four, Derrick Henry. Number three, Alvin Kamara. Number two, Dalvin Cook. Number one, CMC Christian McCaffrey. <clears throat> Boom. Wow.
0: I am shocked you had Saquon at nine. No,
2: no, no.
1: I'm shocked he has Chris Carson
2: at 10. Yeah, I mean. I that... need
1: an
0: explanation.
2: I'm confused. You want it now? Yeah. Phil, get ready to fire the gunshots for me, all right? <sighs> Chris Carson. shorter please every year, right? So, career high, 4.8 yards per carry last year. Coming off an injury. Let me tell you that. regular. Number two, (laughs) I'm hearing rumblings that Rashad Penny might not even make the team. For all those people that have been saying that for the last three years. The man got the contract. Did you see the contract? He's one of the highest paid running backs in the league for a reason. He's legit, okay? It's just market value. Last season, though, minimum 100 touches. Chris Carson was top 10 among running backs in fantasy points per touch. Number 10. Remember, it's a top 10 list. I said he's number 10. (laughs) In eight games last season, in which he had at least 14 touches, he averaged 16.7 points per game. That's RB1 production, fellas. The argument, though, the argument against him, they always say health, health, health. I want to tell you guys a little something. Since 2018, he's played 41 games, which is more than Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, and it's one fewer than Aaron Jones. Just want to, you know, well, make sure people know that he's on the same playing field. That as could be, that those could guys are all going
1: early in the first round, right? Most of them. That's because they deserve to go early in the first round.
2: He's quietly been very productive as a starting running back in this league. Might. He's been literally right there each year. Top 10 in fantasy points per game. On a per-game basis, he's been there.
1: But he's never been top 10 in his whole career.
2: How do you know that?
1: I have stats. I just
2: I just said he was top 10 last year in fantasy points per touch. You're talking about per
1: touch. I'm talking about for the whole year. If we're doing top well, 10 for the whole year, I want my running back to be well, healthy listen, all year.
2: I, want, I just, well, I just debunked that. I just debunked that. What, he missed two games last year? I think he finished no, as he RB. Missed, he missed four games last year. So he missed four games. I believe that he finished. Hold on. I'm That's gonna a give quarter to of you. the season, cuz. I'm going to give this to you. Hold no on. cap, of course. I think, he, I think he literally finished 12th. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, then.
1: Well, Uh, shooting a load. There it
0: is. (laughs) (laughs) Episode fourteen. Shooting a
1: load.
2: (laughs) I mean, that's good. I just fired my shot. Chris Carson at ten. That's my fucking shot. (laughs) (laughs) That definitely just sidetracked me. Thanks, pops. Oh my God, Dad!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, so carry on with the. That
2: gave me the exact amount of time I needed to see where he finished last year. Oh, I'll I'll finish it for you. 19th. You are correct, it looks like. No capo, of course. So 19th, (laughs) missing four games. But he's in the top 10 on a point-per-touch basis. I'm going to take my odds in a 17-game season given that they were easing him in last year, right? And he was more involved as a passer last year. He averaged four targets per game in the last quarter of the season. I am willing to gamble on his upside in that Seattle offense. And he's obviously got the goal line looks. And I expect that he'll be playing a lot more this year. They were easing him in for half the season last year. So there you go. Okay. Well, I'm so you have
1: him over Antonio Gibson. I like I like Gibson I do. more than more than uh Carson.
2: I do. I think he's going to have double-digit touchdowns and probably about 1,300, 1,400 total yards, and in seventeen games. You think he's going to play every game? No,
1: no. I I would be surprised if any of these guys we said play all seventeen <laughs> at this point. I agree with that too. I mean, it's, they all kind of relatively, you know, missed time. So, but I'm just I'm just shocked by See, Chris it, Carson. I, he I had I nine really touchdowns have him. last year. He's probably maybe like fifteen
2: on my board, maybe. <laughs> Everything that I have seen on my research has him in that 10 to 12 range. I feel comfortable putting him at 10.
1: Comfortable? Yeah, you're comfortable.
2: comfortable. <laughs> Even in PPR. and non-PPR, I'm certified locking him in top 10.
1: Certified.
2: But PPR, that's why it's a bold prediction. It's very bold. I will remind everybody of that when we get to bold predictions. That's going to be our last show before the season starts.
1: Okay, so you have him at top 10 for a bold prediction, pretty much.
2: I don't think it's too bold, but it is technically a bold prediction. That's so, bold. lock it in. That's
1: bold. That's bold.
2: Okay. I come here. I'm well-researched, my friend. Oh,
1: no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just, I'm just kind of perplexed that you have Chris Carson in your top ten. You just got to hope that he's healthy. I yeah. mean, he's going
2: to probably have around 270 touches this year. So, he's a lock for ten touchdowns. Easy. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's the highest score in wet, uh That's the highest scoring way to produce in fantasy. And I'll be
1: honest, honest too. um, I know Powder doesn't have Saquon in his top 10. I had Saquon at 10, and you had him at 9. So we're all pretty low on Saquon this year. Yeah, well, before
2: I take over that Saquon note right there, (laughs) I just want to say one more thing about Chris Carson. So, 11 full weeks last year, he was 7th in running back fantasy points. Thanks for tuning in, Dill. Yeah, shout out, Dylan. I mean, that's pretty generous. Look, he said uh, Carson's a wraparound RB2. I think he's an RB1. He generally will be going in the fourth, fifth round. This is a guy that I'm likely interested in snagging in the third round. It depends on what pick of the draft that you have. And you'll get a massive value out of it. The running back position is very scarce. Like I just said, seventh in running back fantasy points in his 11 full weeks last year. He's shown us. Now, Saquon. Go ahead, Mike. I want to hear why you didn't have Saquon on your list. I'm just out on him. I don't know how – number one, I don't know how healthy he is.
0: Number two, that offensive line blows. Number three, Daniel Jones doesn't dump the ball off to him.
2: And he blows too.
0: Yeah, he's terrible too. (laughs) And the thing is, in 2019, he finished as the 10th overall running back with Daniel Jones in his first year. 2020, he tore his ACL. And now he's coming off that injury. They didn't they didn't play him in the preseason. Now granted, he is he is that caliber player where
2: He don't need to play. He don't
0: need to play. However, they were saying at one point though they were they didn't know if he was gonna be ready for the start of the season.
2: I still don't know that for a yeah. fact. Actually, so, that's in my notes. I don't know if he's gonna be available week one and I don't know if he's gonna get a usual workload.
0: Correct. So that was my next point. I don't know if he's gonna get twenty touches. They signed um they have uh, Booker. Devontae Booker, Trench. Corey Clement. So, they do have a plethora of running backs back there now. So, I'm not sure that – like, to me, I'm not touching him
2: at all. That's a plethora of ghosts. Yeah, I won't touch yeah. him. for facts. <laughs> <laughs> Shout-out Corey Clement, 2017 Super Bowl. Yeah. He's been a nobody since.
0: I'm totally off Saquon Barkley this year. Like, totally. Somebody's going to overspend for him.
2: I'm in agreement with you – as far as the points you made, Nick, you too, right? You would say? Oh, no, yeah. I, everything.
1: I mean, I, I'll be honest. I kind of like hesitated to put him in my top 10. I actually do like James Robinson. I do too. I think he's got a lot. And, and Gibson. So I'm high on them, you know. But it's Saquon. He has like that home run ability where he can get like a 68 you know, yard touchdown. And then that's how he produces his top fantasy production. The but thing is now, the, how much offside?
0: How much does he have in his legs? I mean, do he's, he's, does he have he's, that breakaway though he's on that still knee? Young. Like, is yeah, no, the, no, no, no. I'm not saying like people. that. I'm saying though, is the knee healthy enough for him to put his foot in the ground and take off like he was accustomed to two years ago?
1: Well, years I, ago. I think that's why the Giants are kind of taking their time with him to come back. Yeah, you know, so they want to make sure that he's okay.
2: There's some risk involved, and the offensive line is trash. Okay, they're terrible. They at least have some help at wide receiver that should take some attention off him, assuming the quarterback can actually get well, him the ball. Evan Ingram's hurt. Evan Ingram's always hurt. They got Kyle Rudolph. I I, I proceed thinking Kyle Rudolph's going to be the tight end one. That's how I'm going to proceed, because Evan Ingram will probably miss half the season. So will Galladay. And Galladay, yeah, he's always hurt. It's a shame. I love him. But um, I will say this. Giants ranked 23rd in yards per rush before first contact last season. And in his two games last year, Saquon only had 34 rushing yards. So there's some red flags.
0: I think he had like... 15 uh, carries for nine yards in week one against the Steelers.
1: Yeah, he averaged like 0. 0.7 yards per carry or Yeah, it was like. horrible. <laughs> yeah,
2: My root reason for including him is simply based off of talent. I mean, this is a guy that was generally going top three, actually top two in drafts last year, and it's for a reason. He's a stud. He, he easily has the talent to be the best running back in the NFL. <clears throat> but the red flags are the injuries, and his team just sucks. I agree. But he will be involved as a pass catcher. So that does matter. I don't know if he will though. He will. He will. I don't know.
0: That that worries me too because Jones hasn't shown that he's that he's willing to dump the ball that's off. That's
2: not just on him though. That's that's play calling too. They gotta get the ball into the their best playmaker's hands. So I mean we'll see. It's it's definitely risky. I mean, even when I read my list, I said I don't love him at nine, but you have to acknowledge the upside. You have to. Like if you wind up getting him if he slides into the second round, I mean, you kinda gotta take him.
1: So, you had Kamara third, and where did you have Kamara?
0: I have Kamara fifth. However, fifth. if I'm in the second round and I have my choice between Saquon Barkley and James Robinson, I'm taking James Robinson and not even thinking twice.
2: I mean, well, listen, I disagree. <laughs> I had James Robinson. I was actually one of those guys. Shout out to myself. I'm going to pat myself on the back. Well, listen. <laughs> I. Uh, I <laughs> listen up. I actually picked him up. As an undrafted free agent, after all four of my drafts last year, and I happened to have Saquon in one league, and James Robinson saved my season in that league. He was a top-five running back for most of the season. I believe he was fifth in fantasy points per game. So, he finished
0: seventh last year. I dude. mean,
2: he's a stud.
0: With Phil playing quarterback.
2: But listen, it's a different, it's a different <laughs> offensive system. He will definitely have a workhorse role, and he is a good player. He I can was see him phenomenal last year. I could see him sneaking in. Don't get me wrong. I just think the Jags aren't good enough. It's kind of a similar situation where I'm going to take the guy who's just way more talented. And that's not even a slight to James Robinson. I'm a huge fan.
0: So my my thing is on that is, do you think that Daniel Jones is that much better than Trevor Lawrence
2: right now? No. Oh, my God. I'd take Trevor Lawrence in a so, heartbeat.
0: Okay, but that's what I'm saying. I trust Trevor Lawrence to get James Robinson the ball, whether it's a dump off. Any, I think he's just. I think he's a better player, and
2: I think he's smarter. But we just can't be sure what his workload's going to be because it's a new scheme. It's a whole new system, new coaching staff. I mean, he definitely, at the end of the season, he wore down. I remember this. I had him and knew intimately what was going on. And he, he definitely wore down towards the end of the year. He was getting way too many touches. So I expect that... He'll be the, the workhorse guy, but they're going to relieve him a little bit earlier in the season. With who? Carlos uh, Hyde? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Carlos Hyde actually has been getting a lot of work with him this this preseason. Uh, and unfortunately, he's the type of guy who's going to piss you the fuck off. He's going to come in there and and steal touchdowns here and there. Because he's not bad. He still could play a little bit. But I, I can assure you he's going to be eaten into that workload.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I, I really like James Robinson this year. I really do. i like well, I, he he was he almost cracked my top 10. Honestly, I was kind I of mean, like teetering between him and Saquon.
2: So, I mean, I can't disagree. Well, you remember mm-hmm. we were just talking about this. We were talking about Travis Etienne's. Oh, you yeah. You can't ignore. Of course. Well, that That injury was, into it. That injury that was the reason that I yeah, put that him up injury there. injury would yeah. be the only reason, obviously. Yes, yeah. I mean, he's out for the season. So, he's the guy. He's the guy, and he proved last year, in my
0: opinion, that he can do it.
2: Oh, he's good. He's a good player. Like that wasn't that wasn't a false act right there. He no. was actually good. He's yeah, got a thousand he's got, yards great, he's got great vision too. He's one of those guys who just gets it. Yeah,
0: yeah I like him this year. I really do.
2: So, um, Alvin Kamara, though you so you had who I had brought him at, I brought that back. So. I okay. had him
1: at five. You had him five. You had him three. I have him three. I have him, I have him six.
0: So. I have I struggled. a reason for it. Yeah, though. I struggled with that. I we want to were... know
2: why you guys are a little right. down on him. Okay. Sure. He was I the number one it. running back I can tell you how it happened.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my issue with Kamara is I think that team stinks. And I think he's he's the only player you have to be nervous about right now. So my thing is, is if you have the entire defense looking at one person, and now instead of Drew Brees back there, you have Jameis Winston or T- or Taysom Hill, you only have to focus on one player. I think he has bust written on him. I'm not saying that he's going to be trash. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't know. In
2: comparison to where he's getting drafted. Correct.
0: I don't – like, if you were to take him third overall or fourth overall, like, to me, you're asking for a problem.
2: Because I'll tell you what. I mean, what do you have? He had – how many touchdowns last year? Hold on. He had 21 total touchdowns last year, about 1,700 total yards, roughly. Okay. I can see that going down a little bit, but I think that Jameis winning that job actually helps it, his did. Calls. it did because he could throw the ball at least correct and then Taysom hill will be on the on the field as a playmaker and marquez Callaway actually looks pretty good right now i was so however though we don't know at the moment when michael thomas is going to be back whereas we're under the assumption he's going to miss six seven games due to the pup list but that's not been um proven to be true yet they have not announced that he could very well return week one, or they could decide not to have him on the pup list. And he comes back like week two or three. Suddenly you're talking about a guy who might be a fantasy value too. Cause he's going like round nine, ten right now. Just throwing okay. That out there. So, but I, I, trust, like, tr- I trust Sean
1: Payton. I like that. There is no Michael Fuck Thomas. Him. Right. So he is the only guy. I do like that. However, in eight games without Drew Brees, you want to hear the stats?
2: There was a drop off. Go ahead. One
1: hundred and ten carries, four hundred and sixty-eight rushing yards, four point three yards per carry, four TDs, forty-four targets, thirty-five catches, two hundred and forty yards at one touchdown in eight games. Now I don't, I don't, I don't see top five here without Drew Brees. But you guys but think...
2: Keep in mind, though, he was playing hurt for a number of weeks. And also, they, they relieved him with Latavius Murray during those weeks.
1: Lat Pasillo. Well, that's cool. I just don't think he's a top-five guy, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, based he's been, on...
2: He's been there how many years in a row now? I mean...
1: Oh, yeah, no. He's, he's a stud. He's a stud. No, he's going to get fantasy points. But like what Mike said, he's got fantasy busts written all over him with, you know, getting drafted three four ish like I, if, I
0: have, I if i'm in a snake draft, draft if i'm in a snake draft yeah. and i have the fourth overall pick i'm struggling to take him I if say, i see him sitting there
2: it's kind of tough in general after the top two this year just gonna throw that out there like cmc and dalvin cook are hands down the top two picks in my opinion non-ppr you can, oh, you can yeah, consider yeah. derrick henry you. there uh number two but i mean dalvin cook top two in touches scrimmage yards and tds last year i feel that that's that's very safe at number two yeah and I'm not so sure I want to take Derrick Henry that high in PPR. I, I'm i really not sure. But
1: it, it's honestly, it's just his his receiving production is what kills him.
2: He never had 20 catches in a season no, yet. No, no. As much as I want to, you know, say it'll be true, it just hasn't happened. 91.5% of his production has come via rushing. Yeah. 90, 91.5%. I know. And I already am on record. I, I think he's going to fall short of 2K yards. I think you said he will get it. I think he will. Mike rushing? wasn't yeah. here. Mike, you think he'll get 2,000 yards Who? again? Derrick Henry, rushing.
0: No, not Was rushing. A
2: 17 games, so... Yeah,
0: no, not rushing, no. Because um, I think they're going to be throwing a little bit more. I mean, you have two stud wide receivers now, so... I think it helps him out. However, however, the only... The the counter argument to that is there's not going to be anybody stacked in there. So he could be barreling through... He could be running through the line and it'd be wide open for him.
2: He'll have insane efficiency, I think.
0: Yes, But This, so. is,
2: this is why I, I say, like if the catches aren't there though i don't see how i could put him number two over Dalvin cook and then christian mccaffrey there's actually some people out there that that are like hesitant taking him number one yeah they need to stop smoking wet so (laughs) i got a little note for them too in three games last season this is a this is an even more running back friendly scheme (laughs) than the one he was in before um he averaged 30.1 fantasy points per game in his three games last year 21 plus fantasy points in 17 of 19 games since 2019. He's an absolute stud. And he's in a more running back friendly scheme than he was in 2019. I mean, he had something like, what, 75 plus uh, points over the guy who was number two? It might have been over 100 in, in that season. So you're just banking on health, really.
1: Right? Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm actually, I feel safer taking Jonathan Taylor over, over uh, Alvin Kamara and, and even Nick Chubb. Honestly. Actually, it's good to
2: talk about him, too. I have Jonathan Taylor. You guys, you I guys have both him. have Jonathan Taylor in your top five. He's
1: he's number four, four for me. And I think... And I have know, him six. Their offensive is... line is top five in, in the league. He mm-hmm. had 1,100 rushing yards as a rookie last year and double-digit touchdowns. He's only going to get better. Now they actually have a quarterback that can throw if he's healthy, <laughs> Well, that's another story. He but is
2: <laughs> He's bonded. on the COVID yeah. list.
1: Yeah, I know. It's another list
0: he's on. Are we so. gonna be dealing with this all year? <laughs> this dude is—he's I, I, snake bitten. Yeah, I know.
2: He's—he's he's just stressing me out. He's right just now. regular. <laughs> he's regular.
0: It is Let's regular. Call it what style. it is. It's so—he's
1: always on a fucking injury list. He's always on something. But anyways, if he is in play. I I see Jonathan Taylor having a great year once again, and I think he's going to do better than he did
0: last year.
2: Yep. I think so, too, because it took him a while to finally adjust to the NFL game.
0: Yeah. And Wentz will get him the ball.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, here, over the final six games last year, he averaged 24 fantasy points per game and 22 touches per game. He was a workhorse at the end of the year. I believe he actually led the league in rushing in the last four weeks of the season. Um, But, I mean, finishing third in rushing yards as a rookie – the sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Yeah. He's a
1: stud. No, I agree. And then the uh, strength of schedule is easiest in the league for him. So, I, I, I you know, look, he could actually finish better than Henry, which would be crazy. But I, I can, like I him at it. four. I, I like have, him at four. He'll
2: have some catches. I mean, I don't know what. And I, I love think Nick he'll Chubb. be in, like, the 40-50 range.
1: I love Nick Chubb. The problem with him is Kareem Hunt. So, that is my only issue with him. I'm about to disagree.
2: Be- I, love, I love debunking this fucking so, myth. I love it. I've been doing it for years. But he
1: would also be top three if he didn't have Kareem Hunt. So I had him and that's initially. no bullshit.
0: Initially, I had Chubbs at number four and Jonathan Taylor at six. And I switched it because Kareem Hunt gets burned. And I don't like it, dude. It's Let scare- me just tell you guys he something. He gets burned. He <laughs> gets burned. <laughs> I'm trying to burn, listen, too. But he gets burned.
2: Listen, like every every team, just about every team has a change of pace back who gets 10, 12 touches a game. He's just a really good one, that's all. He's getting 10, 12 touches, and unfortunately, there were some situations where he he took the ball in, at the goal line because Nick Chubb got him there, yeah. for the record. Might have ran out of gas. That's my point. I'm going to tell you guys a little something about Nick Chubb because this is my guy, okay? First of all, top 12 running back and fantasy points per game the last two seasons. There's only three running backs who had more fantasy points In Nick Chubb's 11 full games with Kareem Hunt, did you hear that? Did you just hear what I said? I'm gonna repeat it again. Mm -hmm. There were only three running backs who had more fantasy points in Nick Chubb's 11 full games with Kareem Hunt last year. There were only three who had more. He was a top five back in his 11 full games last year. I mean, he finished. He finished as running back 11, despite missing a whole month of the season. Oh, I know. Yeah, he's awesome. Like. He finished as running back 11. But like yeah, I'm not taking said, anything top, away from him. He was I'm just a top saying, four back with Hunt in the lineup.
0: I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just saying the mere presence of um, Kareem Hunt just worries me.
2: He's a clear workhorse. He's getting 25 to 30 touches a game. I'm debunking that shit.
1: That guy literally put my team on his back. The only thing with him is, too, is that his receiving as well. Because Kareem Hunt gets the bulk of the receiving. You ready for that, too? So if it's a PPR, then I then I like you know, Jonathan Taylor.
2: I got something for you there too. Last four games of the season, four targets per game, last four games of the season, they started using him more as a pass catcher and he was very good in that role too. I expect more. He's a playmaker. I mean, and also we don't even really, we don't know for a fact that they were trying to ease him in when he came back from the injury. I mean, there was a chance he was going to miss the season. Yeah. So nobody knew that, but I mean, as far as talent goes, he could be the best running back in the league right now. I love Chubb, dude. He could be the best right now. I'm a big fan of him. Like, career, yeah, career him. 5.23 yards per carry, 2.28 yards after the catch, ranks second among qualified running backs. He's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I'm willing to bet on the talent and the role's there. It's just, it's, it's what the media wants you to believe that he doesn't, he doesn't have it to himself, which he does. Kareem Hunt's just a glorified, he's he's the best change of pace running back in the league. He could
0: start on a few teams.
2: He could. He's so a few. He's probably yeah. starting on half the teams in the league. Three quarters. He would start for the Eagles. This guy was a top five running back a few years ago. I know. Yeah, but last year he had nineteen imagine, targets. Imagine imagine if the Chiefs still had him.
1: But Chubb had nine, out. Chubb had nineteen targets last year.
2: That can't be true. That can't be true. You sure? Yeah, that can't be true. There's no way.
1: Check it out. I see. I could be wrong, but I thought he had I, th- I thought he had 19 targets. So I guess they all came at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Nine, so, so 16
2: receptions, 19 how targets. How many Kareem Hunt had? So
1: 19 targets, right? So that's Which why I was looking he has, at it.
2: But he had 16 targets but that's in his last four games. When he was finally full cylinders, like full steam ahead, when this team was Making their surge.
1: Yeah, So and Kareem Hunt had 54. That's what scares me. If we're talking about PPR, I like my running back to actually catch the football. I mean, I'm encouraged. That's by, a PPR back. I'm
2: encouraged by the usage at the last four weeks of the season as a pass catcher. That's that's big. Four targets per game, and that's four straight games. His coach realized, I got to get the ball into his hands. And also, the offensive line was, oh, was injured last yeah, year, yeah. but... This year, though, they're not. I mean, this offensive line is easily top three to five. They should be
0: better than last year. They could
2: be the best offensive line in football. I mean, they're right up there. So I'm pounding the table for my guy. That's my guy. I love Nick Chubb. My team name. Top five, no debate. Full Chubb. All four of my teams. (laughs) That's fine. You want to let him slip to the second round? I'll get him again. Every fucking league. Every year. I, I agree. I, I got I mean, him in my any, top five, if man. And my league mates have, uh, if they're paying attention right now, they will agree that I have Nick Chubb and Chris Carson as my running backs two and three, literally, every year the last
0: three years. You ever win in the last three years? Yeah. All right. Of course. Sure. I make
2: a lot of money doing this. Just making sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't, I don't get the rings every year, but I make a lot of money on this. Why else would I be in four leagues? I'm oh a fucking father. God. Like I don't got time for this shit you know?
1: So what do you guys think of uh, Zeke's production this year? Let's Uh, go around.
0: I think he's going to be all right this year. I like him this year. I really do. I definitely think he's a top 10. Obviously, I had him in there, but I think Zeke's going to be really good this year.
2: It's kind of the same as the Saquon situation, except that he actually has a quarterback, one. Two, um, the only difference between him and Saquon is that Zeke has just been racking up touches. Like, honestly, if I if I was comfortable with what I saw from him last year, I'd put him top five. That's where he belongs generally. But I'm a little worried about his durability. I know that he's been playing games, but he just didn't look good last year. He didn't look good. Period. I will say this, though. Um, in the four full games with Dak last year, he was a top five running back. So I expect, like, if Dak's in the lineup, Zeke is – Plug and play—you don't worry about him. He's a first-round running back. But I mean, I have to point out though—he's had an NFL high, 1,032 touches over the last three seasons. He's only one of two running backs with over 850 touches in that span. The other guy's name is Derrick Henry, who's just a freak. He's a god. <laughs> but he—I mean, that's something to monitor <laughs> in, in the next couple seasons. But I'm just saying, he's—he's he's had a ton of touches. I wonder when the wheels are going to fall off on the guy. Yeah. I mean, he
1: is only 26. I think I got I had Zeke at at 7, which I think is is a perfect spot for him. Last year he finished ninth, but I think he's going to bounce back a little bit this year. Um Dallas still has a, you know, pretty good offensive line when healthy. They have Dak, they have weapons on the outside. I I, I just think I think he's perfectly
2: at 7. Like I I, I don't see him top 5. Um The reason I didn't put him top five is the same reason I didn't put Dak in my top ten. is because I don't know if he's going to play all year. Yeah. I'm still worried about that.
1: Yeah, I I mean, it's funny because, like, you know, like you said, Zeke and Saquon are kind of like the same player, like, almost in the same sense. You know what I mean? They're both
2: extremely talented studs. Yeah. And they're workhorses.
1: Yeah. So if you had the eighth pick in the draft and you had Zeke and and Barkley on the board, who are you taking?
2: I'm taking Zeke. I, God, I say, him, don't get disrespectful. I literally have him ranked eighth, and I have Saquon ranked ninth, so I'm taking Zeke. You're taking Zeke. Uh, I would take just him. a better, better cast there. I think it's safer. But I'm, I'm not so sure. I would take either of them with that pick, though. I might, I might pivot and go wide receiver because I'm just a little, I'm a little skeptical. Really? Yeah, it depends. Like I'm, and I'm not one of those guys. Sometimes I take running backs my first three picks. Well, I'm a running back hoarder. Well, i have like saying. six of them on my team usually well i'm legitimately
1: six stars i'm confused why you said that because like you just cause you just said that well i said I would running take, backs are scarce so well, like said, obviously if i had the eighth pick i'm gonna take a running back
2: i i generally lean that way yes okay but i'm just saying like i would consider it
1: if it, if like Devonte adams on the board or if a couple
2: of my other more favorite running backs are off the board that i expect to be there past pick eight like for instance aaron jones I have him ranked 7th, but I don't think he's going to be drafted that high. If Aaron Jones is there at 8th, and I have Jones, Zeke, and Barkley on the board, I'm taking Jones, probably. I love Aaron. If we're just talking running backs. But... Yeah. Actually, let's talk about Aaron Jones real
0: quick. I think he's going to have a big year. I was just getting ready to say that, dude. I love the Packers this year.
2: I don't understand. Overall, like,
0: I really do. I think, guy, I think they're being slept on.
2: This guy just doesn't get enough love every or year. Or Aaron Jones has been I slept on. I don't get the it. He, he really, like, hashtag free Aaron Jones. Matthew Berry's been saying it for years. <laughs> and didn't he get his contract this year? Yeah. Yeah. He got yeah. paid. I mean, he's an integral part to that team. A.J. Dillon, sure, he's going to get some touches, but it's the same thing. We can roll right into the Packers talk with this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's probably the last Jones. guy we're touching on, right?
1: That was my concern with Aaron Jones is uh, A.J. Dillon stealing some production. But Aaron Jones finished, what, second in 2019? And last year he finished uh, top five.
2: Top five. Like, and he just gets slept seasons.
1: on. You know what I mean? And then, like, you have Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback. They have weapons on the outside with Devontae Adams and stuff. So, And they have uh, Tunyon. <laughs> so, I mean, it could open things up for him. But, like, I think at eight, I think that's a pretty good number.
2: And I got um, him at seven, I, and yeah reason is the kid's just a stud, and he's involved as a pass catcher, but over 5.4 yards per carry in three of the last four years. Yeah. He's second in the NFL with with his career-best yards, uh, yards after the catch. He's second in the NFL. So he's he's electric. Efficiency. He's really good, and he's had no lower than 15th in carries and 12th in targets. So the last two years, I mean. So he's very active. I mean, Jamal Williams always got a nice chunk of work for as long as he was a Packer. It didn't seem to bother Aaron Jones one bit. As long as he's healthy, he's a stud. Yeah. So that's, that's where I stand. I agree. Mike, where'd you have him?
0: I had him at 7th. Seven, 7th. No, 8th. I'm sorry.
2: So we bo- we all three have him in that 7-8 range. I got yeah. him 7th. Yeah. Um. Other than that, though, I mean... Were there any guys that – so, Mike, you didn't have Saquon on your top ten. Uh, I'm actually
0: shocked that you had him that low and you had him that low. I thought I was going to be way on an island with that.
2: I mean, look, we're close. I got him ninth. Got him he almost 10. fell off the list. <laughs> yeah. I was tempted. He was on the cliff for me, so. He was close. <laughs> oh, you got Austin Eckler there. Yeah. I the, See, the problem with me –
0: Austin Eckler, dude, is he can a play. fucking beast. Yeah. He
2: can play, but I'm just not sure he'll be out there. He's he's just a diminutive guy. Like, he's a small guy.
0: Don't sleep.
2: He's good. <laughs> you, you both had him top 10. This is PPR. So if he's on the field, he probably should finish top 10. But dude, that's Nick thing. put out
0: that stat uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. 63 targets in eight games. With
2: Herbert at quarterback. I mean, that's That's
0: insane. That's two players.
2: When he's out there, he's awesome. He's a great player but he's just so small and and I also I have seen Paulist. they are going to have <laughs> they're going to have all three running backs active they're going to be playing so that's kind of my concern there that's the only reason it's just he's just a small guy i don't think he can handle a workhorse role but he is a very effective player when he's on the field
1: yeah i got him at so nine. i see why
2: you got him there i just yeah. think also like i see him getting drafted like 9 10 11 in some leagues and in my head i'm like how is Nick Chubb not going over him? Like, Nick Chubb is getting drafted. Uh, it, it varies widely. Nick Chubb, like, shouldn't even be in the same sentence as Austin Eckler. Well,
1: that's a whole different discussion. If I'm I had saying. Nick Chubb or, or Austin Eckler, I'm taking Nick Chubb. But that's
2: the thing is I'm seeing people take Austin Eckler over guys like Nick Chubb and Jonathan Taylor well, I'm and sorry, even Aaron hear that. Jones. And I'm like, <laughs> stop <excuse> smoking wet. <laughs> like, that's, that's just unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Mike. I
0: want to play in your leagues where you see that.
2: They're not in my leagues. Uh, oh no. <laughs> I was gonna
0: say, yeah, let me I'll buy in right now. You've Gotta
2: follow ADP and yeah. just you know, all, all the shit that you hear on Twitter and whatnot. I'm and I have people coming to me for fantasy advice and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Oh See, wow. look at that pops. Wow. Oh, oh, we gotta spotlight this comment. Chris Papa Priscillo, Carson Chris my Carson's my dark
0: horse. Thank you, Pops. He, he, last time I played fantasy football with him, he drafted three quarterbacks. He, listen, drafted,
1: he drafted Brett Favre, number four overall. And we, then he drafted Eli Manning. Listen, we when, may, when Favre was on, the, on, was on the Jets or something? That's how we got the guy, Favre.
2: <laughs> hey, we we may disagree about quarterbacks, but my guy right there, he is so right. Dark horse.
1: <sighs> we'll see.
2: Guaranteed. i seen we'll it last see. week. I put on a guarantee. Bold predictions. Chubb, top five. Guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Carson, top 10. Guaranteed. I think we touched on everybody, though, right, guys? Yep. Yeah. That was fucking fire.
1: That was fucking fun. That was was really good. So, also, everybody, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Also, give us a uh, follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Also, everybody who is listening to the live right now, please share. We would greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Share, share, share. Share, share, share. <laughs> Phil,
2: you know what to do. We got more football. Let's go, baby. Oh, shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that shit it up. He was in rhythm. rhythm. Yeah, that's all. Good for you.
2: Yo. <laughs> NFC North. Mike was right. is a perfect chance to talk about the Packers. The North. The Green Bay Packers, your number one seed last year. Aaron Rodgers are back. He is back, He is back. The MVP of the league. I haven't heard anything about Aaron Rodgers the last few weeks. Seems like it's it's peaceful there, right?
1: He's focused. He's focused, yeah. I was going to say that.
2: He's going to be a monster this year.
0: I know he won MVP last year, but he's going to be a monster, dude.
2: He could do it again. He really could. But... Mm. I like the other 12, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not go there this week. (laughs) But, I mean, storyline of the offseason was the Aaron Rodgers drama, and it seems to be pretty good right now. (laughs) There we go. John Pacillo says, the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field.
1: Oh, that was the same field that Brady went there, right? In the uh, NFC Championship game. At yeah, who one? won that game? I forgot. Yeah, it's my bad.
2: The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Last time I checked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was the leader of that team? Mm-hmm. Todd Bowles was the leader of that game. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Jesus Bowles. Christ. You got to go there. I just said, let's not go there. Well,
1: I saw Lambeau Field and I just reminded myself, <laughs> oh, wait. Brady went there last year and took care of business. Mm-hmm.
2: Brady loves the winter.
1: He
0: loves it. He loves it. Because mine don't slow down. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best quote
2: ever, dude. <laughs> All right,
0: I mean, let's get into it, yeah, man. Let's, yeah, talk, I mean, about I'll it. let's just, talk about it. Let's talk about it. I'll
2: just read off some storylines for the about people. It. For let's the people, talk about okay? it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right. Same skill p- players minus Jamal Williams. Everybody's back. Notable changes on the offensive line, though. No more Corey Lindsley at center. That probably pissed Aaron Rodgers off. That mm. was one thing. That probably pissed him the fuck off. Uh, Brian Bulaga, no longer a right tackle. So, that I mean, those are two guys who have been Packers for a long time. Yep. <clears throat> and they're Aaron Rodgers' guys. I mean – I wouldn't be surprised if that's why he was so pissed off this offseason. Like, those are guys. I mean, at least Corey Lindsley. You got to bring back Corey Lindsley. At
1: least your center. You I mean, have to. And you put to. your fucking fingers up in, in his ass. Every you time. have so, to. I mean, what the like, fuck? Come on. He's been feeling it. <laughs> you know There's got to be some comfort there. <laughs> he's been feeling the other side of his nuts for fucking years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's been
2: farting on his hands keep to it, keep them warm for years <laughs> in that front of the tundra. Hey, That's real shit. <laughs> there you go that's the episode title the underside of his nuts <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh snap out of it all right aaron jones got the extension further proving his worth aj Dillon gets an expected bump as rb2 i mean this is something small but i saw devin funchus went on the ir and i was just like yeah he always sucked but yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. you can gloss over Overrated. that. Overrated.
2: <laughs> so the guys i got, they got Aaron Rodgers, they got Ad, uh, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, Devonte Adams, Marquez Valding, uh, Valdez Scantling. Jeez, just say MVV- MVS. Valdez. okay threw me off. Al Lazard, Stinks. Randall Cobb is back. Randall Cobb is back. Oh. Sound the alarm. Stinks. He sucks. I mean, he sucks, guys. He stinks. He really does. Sound the alarm for Grandpa Cobb. Sound the alarm because (laughs) I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is seeing there. (laughs) But, hey, he's happy. And then you got big big Bob Tunyon. So, let's preview this team. What do you think? I mean, are they going to be the number one seed? You're going to say no. Are they going to be competing for the number one seed again
1: absolutely yeah i mean this team is pretty much back to what they were last year um i think they're going to be hungry and motivated to get back to where they were uh i don't think it's going to work because <laughs> that dude is in tampa so <laughs> but no nah, I, I mean i they're they're definitely a super bowl caliber team and I, I could definitely see aaron Rodgers having another uh mvp season um their defense is Meh, you know it's it's okay for me. Like I think Green Bay's defense is gonna is what's gonna hinder them from going to the Super Bowl overall. And as far as uh fantasy production, I mean you have Devonte Adams, stud. We just talked about Aaron Jones, stud. Tunyon, he could be somebody. You know you, you know you can kind of draft. He yeah. was reliable. I had him Absolutely.
0: tenth overall for. I uh, think I had him ninth, tenth for a tight end.
2: So yeah, I mean he won't have eleven touchdowns in all likelihood, no. but he's good. He's yeah, big target. Exactly. Um
1: I I just they're back, you know what I mean? Like they'll be competing what, for the one seed. Yeah, That's not, my, my Nothing opinion. changed with them. So for me, like I could definitely see them getting back to where they were. Um, you got
2: certified studs there at the skill positions and you got the MVP coming back.
1: Yeah, I think the offensive line is kind of concerning cuz continuity really matters with the offensive line, you know, but again, you have Aaron Rodgers. He's a veteran, and he knows what he's doing. He's been there for 17, 18 years, so Look, I've, I think Green Bay is going to be a top 1-2 seed in the NFC, and I got them going 12-5. and five.
2: To your point about the line, also, David Bakhtiari has not been healthy, and um, I'm not so sure he's – I think he's been back, but um, he was coming off injury too. So, mm-hmm. one of the best left tackles in the league. Oh, my God. Yep. Potential title. <laughs> Oh, my God.
1: Slob on my cob. I love that. (laughs) That is a potential title right there. Slob on my cob. I like that.
2: Oh, my God.
1: He really is psychotic. Psychotic and iconic. That's where you get it from. Freak ass. That's where you get it from. Pops is always on point, though.
2: Jesus Christ. That just caught my eye. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So to get back on track with
0: the Packers, I also think they're going to be uh, fighting for, I think they're gonna be fighting for the second seed. I don't think they're better than the Buccaneers. I think the Bucks are the clear-cut number one. Um, I one thing that interests me though with Aaron Rodgers this year, if he has more control at the line of scrimmage, I think that offense could get even better. I agree. So like if if he part of him when he was negotiating coming back, if he was saying like when I get up to the line of scrimmage, if I see something I don't like, I want to be able to audible out
2: of it. Or, hey, maybe uh, go for it on fourth down instead of attempting a fucking uh, field goal against Tom Brady and the Bucks. Exactly. but You know, uh, something like that. A little audible there. Yeah,
0: and they're a high-powered offense. Come on,
2: man. (laughs) What the hell is that shit? Sorry, Mike. Go ahead.
0: It's okay. I was finished anyway.
2: Oh. but that's all i was really <laughs> saying with that you've been finished yeah
0: so but no i mean there's nothing really to say about them I mean, it's the packers and then everybody else in that division that division
2: do you guys much. think that they'll be back in the nfc championship game just i mean early thoughts because we are going to talk about that we're going to talk about like the the overall playoff picture um in the the first episode of the regular season. they will
0: definitely they'll definitely be competing for it, but I'm not ready to say they're definitively going back there. There's only one team in the NFC that's going back to that game, for sure.
2: I agree. The Tampa Bay Bucks.
1: It's really too early because you know the NFC West is loaded. Yeah. You know, with the Rams, Seahawks. I mean, you got to win division.
2: Got to see how the seedings unfold too, which is something we'll talk about. We're gonna we're the gonna Niners. get there, but yeah, they'll, they'll be in contention for that uh, NFC Championship game. They could represent. You the know, Super the Seahawks Ball? ain't gonna be there. Yo, come on. I'll say this.
1: Divisional round at worst.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have enough to, to be a Super Bowl contender. They just got to get past 12. Yeah. The other 12.
0: Not going to happen.
2: Probably not. All right. That's enough of the Packers. That's pretty obvious. Yeah. I mean, they're awesome. Uh, all right. Chicago Bears. Things get interesting here. All right. Chicago Bears. They were 8-8 and last year. They just narrowly missed the playoffs. Oh, no. They got in. Excuse me. What the hell am I talking about? Sour. i guess so (laughs) the qb battle so yeah i mean i was thinking of andy dalton it threw me off jesus christ the qb battle is the storyline though justin fields versus andy dalton you got matt nagy and ryan pace are both on the hot seat all right you got tariq cohen returning from injury you got anthony miller was traded a little small something there Maybe opens the door for Darnell Mooney to play a little bit more. I like him this year, dude. I like him a lot, too. They signed Jason Peters. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which actually might matter. False because, start. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he, he broke hey, his foot getting out of bed. Hey, the reason I say that, though, it might matter because the biggest storyline might be... that no, no one's talking about this. Their draft pick, Tevin Jenkins, supposed to solve their tackle issues over the years, all right? He had back surgery might be out for the year. This offensive line... Is deeply concerning. Always Agreed. has been. Yeah.
0: So. And for some reason they're starting Andy Dalton, which makes no sense. No, he, he's, actually, gonna get, he's gonna get his ass. No, that, that makes line. sense to me.
1: Really? If they have a shit offensive line, fuck yeah, I don't want my rookie quarterback getting pummeled back there. He's got escapability at least. That's cool. Let Andy Dalton, yo, let Andy Dalton take the fucking beating. Listen, I've Not seen my it, fucking I've rookie quarterback. Fuck the kid it. can play. Start, start
2: Justin Fields. It's not worth it. Just start him because you want to know why. Matt Nagy and, and Ryan Pace are gonna lose their jobs if if not. You gotta I start really, the kid and see what I he really can do. I really don't understand why Nagy would be
0: on the hot seat. He was making the playoffs I, with hey, Mitchell listen. Trubisky. I know. Dude, I, listen, agree I, you, I, I, agree. I agree with you, Mike. Two out of three years.
2: I think he's a great coach, but this is this is just this is how it's being portrayed. And this is the NFL.
1: Yeah. That's the bottom line. It's a results league. It's a
0: business.
2: But he has he's had the he results. He has the results. That's why it's stunning. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. So I want to see the kid play. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this about Mr. Allen Robinson, who, I mean, we're going to talk about receivers next show. We're going to have our top 10 receivers, which should be equally as fucking fire. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe a little less fire, but it's going to be we'll fucking see. fire. I mean, I don't With know. With this
0: group, dude, I expect nothing. Yeah,
2: I mean, if Allen Robinson has Justin Fields, though, I mean, sky's the limit there, too. He's always fringe top 10. So fantasy perspective, I mean, I love drafting him every year because he's a target hog. And a, a red zone target hog. But, um, so Allen Robinson's back. He's on the franchise tag. And he's going to be playing for that money. One of mm-hmm. the best receivers in the league. Darnell Mooney. So one of those guys that could be ascending as one of the league's premier deep threats. He's the wide receiver, too. You guys like him, right? Sleather. I like him a lot. Sleeper? I think he's a sleeper, for sure. I mean, and I've seen him going later than he should in drafts so far. ADP-wise, I think he's going really late, and he's—I mean, this is another thing, where if if Justin Fields is the quarterback— He can
0: extend the play.
2: And he can throw downfield. Yep. I mean, no shade to
0: Andy Dalton. He's probably a pretty good backup at this point. Did you see the throw Justin Fields made to the
2: tight end in, in like, triple coverage? Thread of the needle, and that was his last pass um, of the preseason. It was a touchdown, right? That's the one you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, and I'm saying, how do, you not, how do you look at that and go, you know what? Yeah, yeah, let's start yeah. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's last throw of the preseason was a blatant pick to a linebacker. <laughs> Threw it right into his hands. Fucking
0: gingers. <laughs> Jeez.
2: <laughs> no disrespect
0: to any gingers on, out there. Come I, I love gingers. I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. Today's world, I got to be careful with that. I you apologize. just made a Carson
2: Wentz. I understand. I
1: mean would that. be, too, honestly. He didn't,
2: he didn't mean that, guys. Tariq Cohen, though, do you think he can rebound and be a, a productive fantasy asset in PPR at least?
0: It's hard to judge him for me, dude, because like, like David Montgomery gets so many touches per game, and oh, he stinks. But
2: isn't it because, isn't it because of the running back injuries though? Like, honestly, I think that's why why it happened because he was he was losing work to Mike Davis. <laughs> literally, I mean, I, I don't think he's any good either. I mean, he had some good weeks last year, mostly okay. volume-driven in fantasy though.
0: But going back to what you were just saying, Justin Fields, I would take a chance on Tariq Cohen Lee, Andy Dalton, I could, I could live without. But him.
2: Andy Dalton is a checkdown king.
0: All right, fair point.
2: I got you no, know, fair point. I got no
1: interest in any Bears running backs. Uh, the only, I don't either. The only player that I would have interest in the Bears would be Allen Robinson. It doesn't matter his quarterback and is. Al-Looney.
2: Yeah, to a degree.
1: I got like a, like a, a lot round, of wide receivers. A late-round pick. Yeah. Like but, one of those
2: guys at the very end of your bench that could be like, oh, he could be a Deshaun Jackson type where he blows up some weeks. He could be better than that. You don't even know. But.
1: Possibly. I don't know. I kind of look consistency, so I don't know how consistent he could be on the week-to-week basis. But um, Allen Robinson's awesome. It doesn't matter who his quarterback is. Trubisky, he's always a top top five, uh, top ten fantasy option at wide receiver regardless of the quarterback. Uh, yeah, he's just he's just awesome. That's the only player that I would be interested in in Chicago. So
2: you guys don't have interest in just, uh, Justin Fields as a late round pick, like towards the end of your draft, as a backup quarterback.
0: I think he would be awesome in a keeper league.
2: I kind of I kind of feel tempted to take him at the end of my draft. He could be one of those league winner types. I mean, he could ascend into the top ten very easily. He has a path to do it if he plays.
1: I'm not sold on him yet. I gotta see more than preseason, man. I, I, I look, that preseason's cool. I get it; it's cool, but it's preseason. You know what I mean? It like, don't mean it's I'm gonna sold. be, it's gonna be much faster. Like, teams are actually going to game plan against you. It ain't think, gonna be this fucking vanilla defense they're playing. They're gonna be actually playing. I man.
2: think he's a good player though. He's proven it everywhere he's been. He just kind of got like some shade because he's got a learning disorder. Oh, I, I'm not saying you know?
1: he's not talented. He's very talented. He was drafted where he's at because of his talent. Uh-huh. But I'm just saying like it's <laughs> just been preseason. Like we gotta we gotta just take a chill pill, relax, and we'll have to watch it during a regular season. That's just, where you make your money. I just think he's not better than pre-season. Andy
2: Dalton. That's all. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. No. Like well,
2: he should be playing. And you're better than he's Andy play- Dalton. I know. It, like, and if he's playing though, he's going to put up fantasy numbers. Like, listen, I'm not I'm not sold on Jalen Hurts either, but I had him top ten. You gotta you gotta acknowledge the rushing production that could come there, and he's a downfield thrower. You know? Yeah, I mean I would take a flyer on him late late rounds as a backup quarterback. Yeah, he could he could be winning you games in week four
1: on. It depends on how many bench spots you have though, too. That's also true. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna stash a backup quarterback on my team just to, you know, in hopes that he's going to start today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that. you just can't do that. So for me, I like, I wouldn't draft him because he's not starting. But if he was yeah. starting, he might be draftable. You know, if you didn't want to take one of the top, you know, quarterbacks in the draft, you have, like, you know, the last, what, 12 to 15. And if he's there for you, then maybe you take a shot. Why not, right? Like, I don't know. That's where I see uh Justin Fields.
2: I just saw something from Pops. Pops is getting excited about the wide receivers. He says, give me your top 10 receivers. I just want to remind everybody that on Friday's show, you will see our top 10 receiver list. And by the way, we will not have a second live stream this week due to scheduling. But starting next week, we're doing two live streams, Mondays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. every week. Right before Monday Night Football and Thursday Night Football. Pon your head tops. All right. I just want to remind the audience of that one more time. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I said boo. Damn. Oh, ouch. Anyway. Keep the uh, same energy. One other thing, though. Cole Komet, keep an eye. He's a talented tight end, but we'll have to see how much uh, Jimmy Graham eats into his production. Yeah. The uh, aging corpse of Jimmy Graham still <laughs> out there catching touchdowns,
1: one-handed touchdowns. That is, Jeez. Hey, yeah, There was a couple of snacks he had last year. I was surprised. But
2: are was the Bears like, a playoff Whoa. team, guys? Not to a playoff you off, team. Nick.
1: Uh, no, we are can they? we can move on. <laughs> They're not a playoff. I team. don't think Mm-mm. so either. No,
2: but it would be interesting if Fields is starting Week One. Then I'd say they might be in the conversation for that final wild card. No, it all depends, though. We'll get there. Minnesota Vikings. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's exactly
1: wow. the reaction that I had. Like, <laughs> yeah. literally, silent like,
2: competitive trash. team. They were seven and nine last year. They're like kind of that 500 ish football team. Um, the defense isn't as good as it has been in previous years. So you got I mean, they got Patrick Peterson. That should help. They brought back Everson Griffin. That should help a little bit um, on the offensive side of the ball. That's clearly the the bread and butter. You got Justin Jefferson. Major breakout last year. Yeah. Major. Okay. You got Adam Thielen still. Um, you got Dalvin Cook. Fantastic. We don't even have to cover that, honestly. Uh, you have – well, you had Irv Smith, but now he's out. Extended yeah. time. So that's that, now we don't need to talk about tight end here. So I feel like this is pretty straightforward. Uh, Kirk Cousins, we're not using him unless it's in a pinch – He's had moments where he's been a uh, fantasy quarterback, but, I mean, it's Kirk Cousins. He's going to play decent ball. Stinks. Overall, stinks. Yeah, he's like a weird quarterback. Like, <clears throat> he can get 30,
1: and then he can get, like, 9.
2: He has stretches where he's yeah. hot, yeah. and then he's just flat-out garbage. Right. Right after that. Absolutely. It don't make any sense.
1: But I, I love his his uh, core around them, though, uh, with Thielen, Jefferson, and Cook. Um, I think all three of them are obviously draftable. Yeah. The the wide receivers could top, you know, arguably be, you know, two of the top fifteen in, in PPR. It's possible. They finished I sixth mean,
0: and seventh last year. Thielen yeah, exactly. Thielen's still one of those guys. They're all like easy. Easy. And Dalvin Cook.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean they got they've got skill. They yeah, do. no,
1: the talent's there. The Vikings and stuff, they're they're on a the down. You know, downhill, slope.
2: I need to see more from that defense um, before I call them a playoff team. They're, look, they're above average.
1: They got good players on defense. They got Eric Kendricks, Daniel Hunter, Xavier Rhodes, Patrick Peterson, like you said. They have um, Harrison Smith, who they signed yeah. four years, $64 million. Blame. God bless you. Appreciate it. Blame. And they got Anthony Barr. So they have talent on that defense. It's At just putting it together. They just played I mean?
2: like trash last year. That's all. Yeah. And I mean, Harrison Smith, for what it's worth, like, Good player overall for a number of years. I thought he's on a downturn of his career, <laughs> and I'm surprised he got that money. He's the second-highest paid safety in the league. Yeah. I'm surprised he got that money. But no,
1: I agree with you. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, the Vikings, to me, are just a, uh, a tough team. They'll be a tough team. They're not going to be a slouch. You know what I mean? You're not going not to steamroll over them. But I just don't see – I don't think they're in the playoffs at all. So,
2: so I no. mean, pretty clear cut here. Um non playoff team but competitive.
1: Yeah, and right. I, I will say this it would be really interesting if this is Kirk Cousins' last year with the Vikings. It should be. And they can get a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. They got the pieces to be real scary. Yo,
2: keep an eye. Keep an eye. I mean, watch. What if it's Fred Favre two oh, yeah, I I <laughs> fucking oh? They, they'd be that.
1: amazing. That would be crazy.
2: That wouldn't even be fair, honestly. They would be be really
1: good. They'd be loaded, (laughs) like straight up.
2: But I do have to point out, their (laughs) offensive line is kind of trash, too. They have to upgrade there. Um, But they do enough to to open up holes for Dalvin Cook. I'll fuck with that. I mean, (laughs) 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 I knew what you were thinking, Mike. (laughs) Regular? (laughs) That's regular, for sure. (laughs) Patrick Peterson, I'm not so sure if if he's going to be a shutdown corner anymore. He might transition to safety in a year. But he's still still got something left, a little something.
0: Yeah, they're going to be garbage again.
2: So, I mean, well, we, what are we thinking? Like, you know, they'll play 500 ball most of the season. Eighty nine?
0: Yeah. I don't even think they're there. I Because well, they were there last
2: I, year. I'll yeah.
1: give them credit for the offensive talent. That's that's going to be, like, I mean, again, it's, it comes down to Kirk Cousins, too. Yeah. I, I think Kirk Cousins is fucking trash.
2: I would say six <laughs> or seven wins. But he's he's a streamer in a piece. Yeah, yeah. Kirk exactly. Cousins is a streamer, depending on the matchup. Dalvin Cook, clear-cut, top-two pick. We already said that um Alexander Madison, one of the finest handcuffs in the league. God forbid something happens to Cook. He usually misses one to two games. You're going to want to have him in those games. um
1: Well, going back to that last year when yeah, uh, he actually
2: didn't do really—he well. didn't do well yeah. at all. Very surprising. I was
1: surprised, man. He was like a top ten play. He was playing a lot of people, too.
2: Yeah. So, but I mean, talent is there. Well, just just throwing it out there, he's one of the better handcuffs. If you believe I agree. In handcuffs, yeah, absolutely. Um Justin Jefferson might be a wide receiver one. Adam Thielen has a chance to be a wide receiver one, but likely wide receiver two this year. Pretty clear cut. And uh, we'll never know if Eric Smith can play now. Not until possibly later in the year. Because they moved on from Kyle Rudolph finally, and he was going to get his shot to play. And he was productive when he had the job to himself last year. Now we won't see it. So, so, none of, so
1: none of us have him in the playoffs? No. Hell no. i right, just make no. sure here. No, but they'll compete.
2: They're going to be a tough out everyone. <laughs> I got to tackle my guys. Yeah, yeah, I got to tackle you
1: guys. Yeah, yeah. You guys
2: are fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> this one should be a quick one, guys. I mean, we don't even have to cover them. The Detroit <laughs> Lions, <laughs> they fucking suck again. The but poor, the booty, poor booty. Detroit, that's what Detroit they Lions. Straight booty if, beat they won, if they won
0: three games, I would be surprised.
2: <laughs> Here's their, their core, okay? Let me tell you their wide receiving group. Because it has changed in the last twenty-four hours. They cut Brashad Perriman. I don't know how they have any business cutting him off their roster because he was they, like
1: their wide receiver one <laughs>
2: during the season. Well, they got they got Tyra, Tyra Williams, Williams yeah. now. They got Khalif Raymond as their number two. Amon Ra Saint Brown, the rookie. <laughs> Khalif who? Khalif Raymond apparently overtook Quentin Cephas. Do you know him? Quintez Cephas. Quintez. Excuse me. Yeah, Quintez. yeah, He overtook him for the number two spot. He said, do you know him? <laughs> no, I don't. That's my point. The only
0: name I know on that list besides Tyrell Williams is Geronimo Allison.
2: Yeah, and, th- and he's not going to play. What the hell? And they got TJ Hawkinson, who we yeah. said he should finish in the top 10, even if there's a slight drop-off due to volume. They got Jared Goff. Yuck.
1: Stinks. Big drop-off um, from Stafford.
2: Ugh, God, I mean, DeAndre Swift is a stud. I still think he'll be an RB2. It's a shame like if, if they had any semblance of a team, let alone offense, I would love to call him like a back end RB1 this year. They're he's going got to a be ton of talent. Horrible. And he catches passes too. It's a shame. So DeAndre Switz is a stud. I I would bet on talent there, maybe uh, you know, top 20 back. I feel pretty comfortable about that. Maybe top 15 upside just cuz he's good. So, Swift
1: at top 15?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's possible. It is just possible. Just because he's talented. He's I amazing. I doubt it. It's really a shame.
1: I'm not going to hold my breath on that, though.
2: And then you got Jamal <laughs> Williams there now sucking a life out of everything, as usual. I mean, he's a, he's a good guy in a pinch. Um, the biggest headline is just the coaching staff changes and the staff retreat. I mean, the, the most entertaining thing about this team besides Swift Dan Campbell. I was going to say that. I, I swear to guy. you.
1: I love him, too. Like, his, his press conferences are fucking gold. <laughs> that's it, though. That's it.
2: Although, I have to point out, though, p- drafting Penn A. Sewell, great pick. He's starting a right tackle. They have a pretty decent offensive line. It's not great. Uh, they still got Decker. And uh, they got, uh, what's his name, Frank Ragnow yeah. at center. They have a decent offensive line. So, that's why I say, like, Swift, I got no problem you know, I think that his pass catching ability will uh compensate for the team having to play from behind. But no. he'll have he'll have production, I think. The only
0: thing they have to look forward to is they're gonna get that dude from Oklahoma next year <sighs> with the first pick. Uh
2: what's we'll his face? Well, don't forget the Texans. They're the fucking shittiest team. Rattler. In the league. Spencer Rattler. Oh, uh, okay. I'm not yeah. really sure who that is. Rattler. We'll see. We'll see.
0: Quarterback of the Sooners.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I want my quarterback, my franchise quarterback to be named Rattler. Like, yeah, it I don't, not, know. It's it, it don't sound name. like a household name. Yeah. Though, it's like I mean? Brock Osweiler. Yeah. Like I knew he was going to be
2: ass. Cuz just that name Rattler. Like yeah. fuck out of here, man. Shh. I don't. want him. <laughs> I just don't. I mean other than that, they they traded for Michael Brocker's also from the Rams. That was a good move. Um we'll see. I mean maybe maybe Dan Campbell can get them to play competitively. But they're not a good team.
0: He's weird. Let's carry on. He's great. Right? He's
1: weird he's as shit. Funny dude. He's though, so though. weird. But no, he's funny. See, though. There's
2: a comment that says, oh, from John Pasillo. He's the Ted Lasso of the NFL." <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh That's shit! True. Me and the Brody were on the same page.
1: What? Spencer I, Rattler? I see Spencer that. Uh, I, don't know I don't know. I don't I know. I didn't see that. that.
2: Hey, I, I see. I, I see that Will Haig noticed my next level hydrogen water again. Hashtag LTNC. Keep an eye out for this product. It it had Manny Pacquiao boxing at a high level with a very good boxer uh, two weekends ago. Look who's on the can. <laughs> look, I'm gonna put Manny this Pac, out there. Manny Pac. Next level hydrogen water. Anyway, he just pointed out it. He says he says where's the Pepsi can? Well, look, I mean Phil's got a Coke today. Nick's got a Starbucks, and Mike's got Poland Spring. We're working on it, all right, Will. Anyway, um, we're done with the NFC North. All right.
1: Yeah, so I think everybody here is in agreement that only the Packers are going to the playoffs here? Yes. Okay. I'm but keep happy. an eye
2: on the Bears, depending on the QB job. They could be interesting. We'll don't see. keep an eye on them. Yeah. They still have pieces there, Mikey. They were a quarterback away from being a playoff team. If Justin Fields could play, they'll they'll be in the conversation for a wild card. They were 8-8 eight eight last year with, with fucking garbage. I
0: don't know. The NFC, His dude. His name was Mitch looted.
2: Trubisky, mm-hmm. and he's a heaping pile of garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a heaping pile of garbage. <laughs> yeah. Dumpster fire. So... Uh, we're gonna move on though. We got some cards to yeah, talk about. Baby. Phil, give me something. Give me something here, Phil. Pulls up three-pointer. Oh, fine. Bang! Bang! Fine. It's good. It's always a crowd pleaser. <laughs> I'm a pleaser. So Nick, I mean, <laughs> Nick, we're gonna Pop have to, <laughs> yo. I want you to highlight your experience at the <laughs> Wildwood Sports Car Show. I hate to cut cut off the laughing, but we got to we gotta stick to the schedule here. No cap, no. <laughs> let's do this. Please, let's do this. Tell me what you did at the show, Nick. Any uh, purchases, sales, trades, any observations that stood out? Oh, my god! So Don't the show was fucking awesome. Don't
1: give away too much. We got an episode coming we, we do video. we do
2: we do so kind of so. oh so kind of just preview it a little bit tell us how your experience went but don't go too deep it was awesome <laughs> we, <laughs> The
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just immature little fucking grown adults here man, laughing man. about these dirty jokes
2: <laughs> we got mike Turner red over there <laughs> that's hot in here there we um, go so i'm yeah. a pleaser don't go too deep <laughs> yeah. title options We got a lot of options.
1: So, all right. So, yeah, overall, the Wildwood Sports Card Show was fucking awesome. Like, I did some trades. I bought. I sold uh, a few items. We're actually going to be dropping a video sometime this week. So be on the lookout for that. Um, But, yeah, my strategy going in, honestly, dude, was actually looking for uh, Michael Porter Jr. uh, PSA 10s. And I actually kind of made a deal on one. So you guys will check it out on the video as well. Um, I'm high on him this year i really like him and and a lot of people are selling him and i think that's where you buy um the upside there is phenomenal so his prism psa 10 i think i got it for like it was a trade for like 130 bucks um but last year his prices were about 200 so i i see a lot of growth in that card you know like entering the season so that's where i was i was leaning towards um again the dollar boxes again you know what i mean i bought 14 cards for $12. $12. I can take those 14 cards and make like 60-70 bucks profit. Right? I mean, it's not it's not a lot to everybody else, but if you enjoy the grind, you take that profit and you put it into something else that you think is going to boom. So that was my uh that was my play there and um yeah, no, the overall the, the, like the show was dope, man. Check this out. We saw a 2000 playoff contenders Tom Brady psa seven and a half uh autograph Ooh. the autograph was it was was graded to 10 but the overall card was a seven and a half the guy was asking for 500 fucking thousand dollars damn 500 bricks wow yo to see that card in person was fucking awesome i was the happiest phil 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 was like holy shit you've never seen you so happy i was wow. like bro this is like history like we see that card on the news. We've talked about this on the podcast.
2: Yeah, that that one was the one that went for 800k, right?
1: Yeah, but that, I think the that number was... was that
2: the non-number one.
1: It was the non-number one.
2: Yeah, that's the exact same one. Yeah, the yeah. non-number one. Wait, uh, oh, that went for a couple mil, didn't it?
1: Uh well I think that was I might the have mixed something 10. up here that was the ten that went for the, right. a couple mil but the non number one went for about eight hundred
2: yeah eight hundred <laughs> I mixed them up because there's so many of them at this point all Tom Brady cards are worth a fortune
1: I mean look <laughs> it, it's something you don't see all the time you know what I mean so like when I saw that I was like it felt like I was in a fucking muni- uh, like museum I was like wow
0: and a price tag of five hundred grand
1: I, this guy has yeah he could trade he could, he could literally just take that card go up to a fucking homeowner in Wildwood and be like here you go you want to trade. <laughs> That's that's literally the value. That's literally the value. It's crazy. Um,
2: Give me that beachfront house with that money. Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, so sign me up. That was that, that was cool. Um, yeah, I mean it was overall it was a good, it was a good experience. I saw the same vendors as I did last time, so I was kind of I was kind of uh, connecting with them. Uh, you know, one of the vendors actually saw me filming the outro of the video, and he asked, you know, if you know what channel uh, we, we we are. So I told him our podcast and he subscribed. So that was pretty nice. dope. You know what I mean? Um
0: like subscribe and hit the notification working bell. Working all
1: weekends. Fast. Yeah. So like usual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, it was it was an awesome show. I Had a good time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I encourage everybody, you know, to go out there one show. Um, you know, we'll definitely keep you guys in the loop for more shows to come. So
2: well, you're gonna tell them one in a second, yeah. but so just to confirm though, we're gonna have this video out there soon. Yeah. Um,
1: Hopefully by this week, so be on the lookout for that. We'll definitely keep you guys updated.
2: Next sure. purchases, sales, yep. uh trades, any observations—it'll all be in this video. Um, Very good was,
1: material. Very good material. I that, had a lot of conversations with vendors talking about sports cards in itself, so it's definitely everyone, a good one.
2: I mean, everyone loved your first video, which was just—I mean, you weren't giving as much deep insight. You were just like showing everybody what it's like to be at a card show. Yeah, and then, this time and you really dove in. Yeah. So the people love that video. Mm-hmm. They're gonna love this one. Then yep. they're gonna love this one. So I bought,
1: I traded, and I sold. It was just this an time you were actually
2: time. yeah making transactions. So yep. stay tuned, guys. We'll announce when that video is live on our YouTube channel. And uh, Nick, I want you to announce real quick. I mean, we've we've been harping about this Valley Forge Casino Sports Car Show. It's gonna be. I want you awesome. to remind the audience when this is. Yep. And what's going on there real quick before we move on to the quick hitters?
1: Yeah, so the Valley Forge Casino Resort uh, Sports Card Show is on September 24th through the 26th. You can get your tickets on their website. Um, I know P&I is going to be there, of course, filming you guys more content. But uh, all the old Eagles are going to be there, McNabb, Fick, even the Phillies. Like, uh, I think Mike Schmidt's going to be there. Um, and there's a yeah, there's a couple other like old time Phillies that are you know big time. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. So you know if you guys want to go, you know just get the tickets online and then yeah, just let us just let us know if you guys are going because we would love to go out with you guys. So
2: perfect. Yeah. Well, you know what that means? Quick hitters. Quick hitters. Phil, give me something. Give me something. You Let's can go bang this. bang again if you want. Quickies. I don't give a fuck. Pulls up three pointers. Bang! bang! Good, wins the game a
1: buzzer. always a crowd pleaser <laughs> i'm a pleaser so we're gonna
2: try to run through this
0: real it's gonna be a while, before, it's gonna be a while before i
2: get over that oh man <laughs> that might have to be the title i don't give a fuck man yeah. Let's yo rock. we got a I'm lot we got a lot of news guys we're gonna try to run through this as quick as, as possible try to stay on schedule first thing reese hoskins out for the season for the Phillies, he's having abdominal surgery. Zach Eflin likely out for the season as well with a, his recurring knee injury, and he's on the COVID list, I believe, right now. Is the Philly season over, guys? Just real quick, yes or no? I'm gonna be honest.
1: They always suck me back in. I went to the <laughs> Phillies game on <laughs> on Saturday, and they were so
2: they were losing when you left, or they gave up the, the game tying home run. The,
1: they gave up the two run homer in the tenth, and I was like, oh, I'm out of here. So we dipped out. I'm driving home, and I get an update that the Phillies won 7-6. <laughs> They're not I good. I like, fan, Listen. I think I'm bad luck, because no. every time I went to a Phillies game, they
0: fucking lost. Man, it's not <laughs> you, buddy.
2: They, they are might so be. bad for our mental health. Yeah,
0: I don't know what to make They're
2: of it. They're four and a half back, so I'm not going to quit on them yet, because they seem to win the games that we don't expect them to win, and then they go and get swept by the Diamondbacks. So I'm not going to say anything just yet about their, their fortunes. Because we all picked them to make it, so stay tuned. It sucks, because I shit it on the Braves. Still, their schedule still sucks. Yeah. The Braves are hot right now. I mean, a little worried there, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, next point. Your Philadelphia Eagles trade a conditional six-round pick for Gardner Minshew. Minshew Manias in Philly. Let's go! I love
1: this move. Let's go. Let's go. Great move. I think it was a great move. Milf move.
0: Four weeks.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Four weeks before if Jalen Hurts has a couple of bad weeks before they're calling for men's show. What is their obsession with backup quarterback? They were going to do it with Joe Flacco anyway. Listen, it's because they get... don't believe in Hurts, bro. That's, that's really what it is. I know. It's,
2: it's... I really don't think it's that this time. I think it was because you got former Jags GM Dave Caldwell in the Eagles front office, and you were able to acquire a, a legitimate possible starting quarterback for a six-round pick. That's what I think it is. Well, he And we had records. to shore up the backup. They're always shoring up the backup. Always. They're shoring up their fucking And the best was saying that we like
0: to develop quarterbacks. We don't develop quarterbacks for shit. <laughs> Outside of Donovan McNabb, who do we develop?
2: Oh, excuse me. It's a quarterback factory. Last time I checked.
0: Dude, this team, man. See what I'm saying?
2: They do shit like this. Kevin I mean, Cobb was a
0: part of that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Garbage. Kevin Cobb. I, I wanted to remind yeah, everybody Cobb. I want to remind everybody that Gardner Minshew, as a rookie, he was the first rookie in NFL history with 230-plus pass yards per game, 20-plus touchdowns, and and fewer than 10 interceptions. Like, he can play.
0: I can make an argument he's the best backup in the league. You could? Gardner Minshew. I
2: honestly thought somebody was going to maybe trade for him and give him a shot as a starter this year. I thought it was going
0: to be Dallas. I've
2: said this to you guys in previous shows.
0: I thought it was going to be the Cowboys.
2: They should have, but... Because you know, Cooper
0: Rush thinks, or Ben, uh, whatever, Ben I think, Danucci or I think
2: Dak low-key might have yeah. an ego himself. Mm-hmm.
0: That ego. Yep.
2: But, I mean, <laughs> a, Ga- he needs to listen to, needs, to Gary Vee. He does, dude. As a rookie, though, Gardner Minshew joined Dan Marino and RG3 and Dak Prescott as the only players in NFL history to throw 20-plus touchdowns with six or less interceptions as a rookie.
0: And they all got one thing in common. Zero rings. Well, Louder.
2: Well, one's a Hall of Famer in all my loud. top five, mm-hmm. and in most people's top five.
0: Most people are wrong. You I
1: Christ. like the move, Mike. I, I, I do. I, I just think that uh,
2: – Mike loves Prescott too, so – Real
1: quick, I just – The I, GOAT. Real quick, I think it kind of – I just – I don't think the Eagles are sold on him. I, I really don't because they signed Flacco for $3.5 and, and then all of a sudden he's going to be a third stringer. They never were like, sold. Just, it doesn't make any sense to
2: They're me. still in talks with Deshaun Watson right now.
1: No, well, Deshaun I mean, Watson. Well, we'll that's get another that.
2: headline, actually, yeah. right now. Let's just
1: get into it. Yeah. Deshaun
2: Watson reportedly won't waive his no trade clause to join the Eagles. The Dolphins are now the favorites to land him. There's legitimately still four or five teams involved, and they're trying to add pick protections to <laughs> trade. Um, the Eagles are still going to be in that conversation until this guy gets moved. Fuck this guy, dude. I'm just pointing it out there. <laughs> Listen, it don't First mean, of all, it don't mean <laughs> they should be.
0: Who is he to say he
2: would not waive his no trade clause? He stinks. I mean, it's crazy that this guy actually can leverage Stinks. this situation right now, given what's going on. He clearly wants to go play for Miami, I think. I'm telling you, bro. And if they did get him, Miami's a contender right he away. He knows he
0: can't control himself on race Street. <laughs> we had this conversation before. There's way too many massage parlors around Philadelphia area for him to be here. He can't I, do that. Miami's not a good well, team for him, yeah, either. Yeah.
2: <laughs> He'll be all over the fuck place. He's getting more than shoulder rubs and tootsies. <laughs> oh, my God. I <laughs> don't want to dive too deep in on that, but they, they did mention the Panthers are one of the teams oh to my. keep an eye on there. And the Panthers are, again, like, they're they're right on the cusp of being I something. hope they don't do that
0: to Darnold either. He deserves a fair chance with a competent organization.
2: Yeah. We shall see. He's got his shot this year. Next thing, Jameis Winston. We already referenced this. He is the Saints' starting quarterback in week one. Uh, fantasy implications. I'll keep this nice and short for everybody. I think it's a boost for the receiving core and – it's obviously a bust for Taysom Hill's pan, uh, fantasy prospects. He is no longer worthy of consideration. Uh, he's going to be a nice weapon for them, but if he if he does happen to take that role, we already said this last uh, you know a couple shows ago. Taysom Hill has uh, QB1 fantasy implications when he's on the field just because of his rushing production. Right, you have to take account of that. So we all agree on that. Yeah. receiving The receiving prospects are up with a better, more capable thrower at quarterback. Agreed. And this is good for Michael Thomas if he comes back anytime soon.
1: Slant boy Thomas.
2: He's going to have a lot of catches, you know? <laughs> so, um, next thing. Teddy Bridgewater wins the Broncos' starting job. Fantasy implications. I think it's a boost for the for the rest of the offense and their playoff hopes, which may be slim right now. At least he'll be a stable quarterback for them. Would we agree on that? I'll be
1: honest. I I, I was kind of shocked by the move. I thought Drew Locke was going to win that job.
0: Those people said Drew Locke was didn't. winning the job. I never yeah. thought Teddy B was going to do that, but Vic Fangio's ass is on the line, and he's trying to save himself by putting in somebody who's an experienced vet.
2: I mean, I think I think that he's the steadier option of the two, and I would I would trust that it's better for the fantasy options too. Cortland Sutton looked he- healthy, and uh Jerry Judy could be a stud this year. Javante Williams, look out at running back. Yeah. This is a guy that I'll probably highlight when we talk about sleepers.
1: I'm cool on him, man. I told you about these fucking Denver running backs. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> you just got PTSD. <laughs> yeah, I do.
2: Javante I do. Williams can play. Keep an eye out for that. But, uh, I mean, it's good for the pass catchers, I think, and good for the Broncos' possible uh, third wild card hopes. Well,
1: I think it makes sense that he's a quarterback. He's more efficient than Drew Locke. In my opinion, and he's got more. He's got more experience, yeah. and they have a lot of he's weapons, steady. like you said. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I'm not mad about it. Steady Teddy, <laughs> Steady Teddy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, next one, another QB battle. One, Trevor Lawrence, who has looked pretty good the last couple preseason games. I mean, we're skeptical skeptical of his potential value this year, but he can run a little bit. I say this is also a boost. It's an obvious boost, and they got rid of Minshew as a result. So um, obvious boost to the pass catchers. And the offense. We don't even need to touch on that. All right? Agreed. I mean, keep an eye on him. Maybe he has possible value as a fantasy option. We need to see more. All right? We already talked about Travis Etienne missing the season. We said, go get James Robinson. He's going to be, uh, you should be looking at him probably about third round, maybe even higher. I agree. Guy was a top five run or top seven running back, fifth in points per game last year.
1: He probably fits in
2: around four. So, I mean, you know keep an eye mm-hmm. Keep an all right eye. that job is his and i this one stings all right jk dobbins hmm. i hate this man jk dobbins out for the season with a torn acl hate it because he was literally on the fringe of my top 10 i almost put him at 10 and if i did that i would have removed saquon barkley and i would have had dobbins at 10 and carson at 9 really we can't even talk about it now no maybe not i would i mean listen i wanted dobbins to to run away with that job barely he's a stud he was going to it's a real shame yeah um but gus edwards now possible top 20 ru- uh running back option
1: the gus bus
2: the gus boss and Come they extended and- him they like him so yeah. i don't think they're gonna go out and add help they might add like a a half decent backup because justice hill is more of a pass catching guy
0: edwards is all right
2: he can play yeah, yeah he he's not right. a bum no he's, he's good not. so he he'll, be, he'll be a workhorse and that's a that's a rushing attack to look out for like, he's got low-key. He could be a top 15 running back just because of the team he's on. Okay, so right there. Top
1: 15, yes or no?
2: No, but he'll be close. He could be. He really could. This is this is the Ravens. This is one of the top I would rushing say top attacks.
0: I won't go to 15. I'm not going that's 15 aggressive. either. This, that's this aggressive. This
2: is a running back position, uh, pretty top-heavy, 10 to 15. 20, though, that's, that's no shade right there. That's good. So, hmm. right? Yeah, I agree. Uh, another thing, the Patriots trade Sonny Michelle to the Rams for two conditional picks. This comes after Daryl Henderson injures his thumb. So, I mean, the obvious implications here are that Daryl Henderson's the clear-cut starter. He's good. He's a fringe top 15, top 20 guy. Um, I, same same boat as Gus Edwards. Talent on a good team. Probably top 20 for me. I'm not put, putting him in top 15. But if he gets hurt, Sonny Michelle. I mean, I don't think he can really play that much anymore, but he's the guy you want to target if there's an injury. Do we agree on that, or do you guys think there's more to this?
1: Yeah, I agree. I think he lost his burst from the 2019 season when they won the Super Bowl against the Rams, and then after that, he'd just been... Good, man.
2: just the injuries caught up. Yeah. That's all. He was good initially. He's
1: got speed. Yeah. I mean, that's, there's no doubt about that, but...
0: I think he's a decent chase of change of pace guy. Yeah. For them.
2: I mean, it's better than what they had.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
2: So there we go, and they won't be bringing back Todd Gurley, I suppose. <laughs> Anyway, T.Y. Hilton, now expected to miss extended time with an unspecified injury. It is not season-ending, but when you have to mention that, it means that dude's missing multiple weeks. Hey, guys, P&I Special here. We already said, look out for Michael oh, Michael Campbell. Jeez.
1: Come on, brother. You know his I name. I can't
2: believe I just said that.
1: You know his name. I meant
2: to say Paris Campbell, but obviously <laughs> Michael Pittman was the primary P&I Special here damn right this is what happens when you talk so much doing a show michael Pittman
1: jr is the fucking sleeper this year I'm michael Pittman you. jr is a
2: stud absolutely he is now the wide receiver one but paris campbell though keep an eye he was a sleeper last he's year. a nice too. possible breakout guy i mean he's got burners yeah and zach pascal could play a lick he can so they they got some guys there i can't believe i just had that little mix up of words for a second Apologies there,
1: MPJ. Baby. Uh, maybe T.Y.
2: Hilton's a guy you can get late season for, right off the waiver wire, cheap option. Won't, you know? Wide receiver three at best, probably. All right. Lastly, Temple shout out. We just talked about him. Robbie Anderson, two year, twenty nine point five million extension with the Panthers, twenty million guaranteed. Wow. TU. Go wow. Good for him. All right.
1: Twenty million Give him a guaranteed. Clap, Phil. Give that, him the clap. That means that's, a, that's literally a two-year deal. He ain't he going nowhere. He is
2: a stud. <laughs> but the reason we have to mention this last, not because he's Temple, but we already said the Panthers' wide receiving core and the Panthers' offense has some low-key intrigue. It I does. like Robbie Anderson, Robbie I think Anderson's he's good. a stud, man. Yeah. I think he's good. They got D.J. Good. Moore and Terrace Marshall might also be a late-round sleeper. He scored a stud in the preseason game, yeah. Reunited with his boy, Joe Brady, LSU, okay? They got pieces, look out and CMC's back I agree man no I'm explanation All needed on board. but that's it for this show guys remember recommend titles to us as much as possible we got a lot of good ones to consider for this show um also just quick reminder live streams permanently Mondays and Thursdays at 8 pm this week we don't have a second one but going forward we will okay and other than that Nick go ahead take it away
1: Guys, thank you guys for hanging out with us in the live stream. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Also, give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and we'll see you guys Friday at p